Hello again, it's me, Craig. This is AADA. This is episode 233. I'm four episodes in. This is the fourth episode. We're now on, we're now on 6.53 on September the 4th. I'm, as I said in the other episodes, I'm recording all these in a batch. I'm doing seven of them at once. It's the first time I've done seven all at once. So my voice is probably going to go towards the end. Anyway, but that's by the by. Today I'm talking about a really interesting topic. It's something that I've been thinking about to do as an episode for a long, long time. And I've kind of, I've kind of been putting it off. I've been putting it off for a really long time. And it's got to the point now where I can't put this episode off anymore. And I'm going to have to do it. The episode is, what would I do differently if I started again, knowing everything that I know now? The full episode title is just, what would I do differently if I started again? But I think it's important to tack that thing on the end of, what would I do differently if I started again knowing everything that I know now? In the past 233 days, I've done 233 podcast episodes. I've learned more about marketing and more about promotion and more about anything like that than I have done in the past 12 years of my career. And if I would have tried to answer this question in the very first episode of my podcast, this would have been a very different answer. I wouldn't have been thinking about 90% of the things that I'm thinking about right now and 90% of the things that I'm going to share with you today. And I think that's why it's a really interesting thing to answer. And I may, I may look at this question again on episode 365, which will be the last daily episode that I do. Or maybe I'll carry on the daily podcast. I haven't decided that yet. Let's start with the easy answer. What would I do differently if I started again, knowing everything that I know now? The easy answer is nothing. I do nothing differently because I've got no regrets. And I genuinely mean that. I've got no regrets of the way my career's turned out, the way that my life's turned out. I've got a pretty cushy life. I enjoy my life. And I'm I'm not saying that to boast or anything. I just enjoy my life and I enjoy enjoy the way it's turned out. I enjoy the things that I do for a job. I enjoy running my own agency. I enjoy all that kind of stuff. I enjoy everything. So the easy answer and the simplest answer is that I wouldn't change anything. Because if I would change, if I changed anything, I wouldn't be where I am now. If I change, it's the butterfly effect, isn't it? If I would have changed anything that I've done in the last 12 years, I wouldn't be sat here in episode 232, recording a podcast. If I wouldn't have done my first a day, a design a day for 365 days challenge, where I made a poster a day for, an A4 poster a day for 365 days with my boss at the time, I wouldn't be sat here now. I wouldn't be sat doing a podcast a day because I wouldn't have done the first thing. I would never have got the idea for the challenges thing. And it's crazy. It's crazy to think that. It's crazy how different my life could have been if I would have changed anything that I've done in the past. So the easy answer is what would I do differently knowing everything that I know now is nothing. I changed nothing. But that's not what you really want to hear, is it? You want to hear what I would do differently. If I was if I was genuinely going to answer this, if I was thinking strategically, if I was going to go back in time right now after this podcast episode and do things differently, knowing all the marketing knowledge and knowing it, all the design knowledge and knowing all the business knowledge that I have now, I'd do things differently. I genuinely would. The first thing that I'd seriously consider is the difference between selling my time and creating a product. It's been 
a thing that's been coming to light more and more over the last couple of years. It's something we've spoken a lot about at Genius Division. It's something we've spoken a lot about, I've, I've thought a lot about personally. It's something I've spoken a lot to friends about, about their agencies and, and their freelance careers. And it's selling your time. Selling your time is finite. Selling your time, and what I mean by selling your time is that, you know, we, we've got a day rate at Genius Division. We've got an hourly rate. We charge people that hourly rate to do a bit of work and then they pay us. The problem with an hourly rate or a day rate is that you're completely limited by resources. You're limited by the amount of staff that you've got. And that doesn't really serve an economies of scale. If we hired 30 members of staff at Genius Division, we'd still only be getting paid for our time. But we'd have more staff to pay, so it doesn't scale up. It doesn't scale up perfectly. We'd probably make more profit, but we'd we'd be turning over a lot more you know, we'd be turning over a lot more staff. We'd be having to pay a lot more wages. Our office would be a lot bigger. We'd be paying more in electricity. We'd be paying more in council tax, etc., etc., etc. There's no economies of scale with running an agency, and it's it's the biggest it's the biggest bugbear for a lot of people. You can run a profitable agency. We run a profitable agency, but the biggest bugbear for a while has been for me is that. We'll never be millionaires running an agency. Now, don't get me wrong. I love running an agency. I love my job. I love what I do. It's great, but I'll never be a millionaire doing it. And eventually you realize, well, you take an attitude to that. You either think, that's a little bit sad. What can I do to change that? Or you start to think about ways to change your business and your life to improve that. And the kind of the second point to this is, selling your time versus making a product. And it's something that I've been thinking about for such a long time, making a product. And if I was to go back in time, if I was to go back and do things differently, knowing what I know now, I'd start with a product. I don't know what that product would be. It'd probably be some kind of digital product. It'd either be some kind of digital training course, or it'd be an ebook that I'd sell, or it'd be something. It'd be something that wasn't tied to my time. It'd be something that I'd made once and that I could sell a thousand or even a million or even a billion times. That'd be the thing that I'd make. I'd focus more attention on making the the product, whatever it ended up being. I'd focus more attention on making the product first and selling my time second. That's one of the first things that I'd change because selling your time never, never becomes amazingly profitable. It, it never does that thing that, I can't remember who said the quote now, but it's making money while you sleep. I can't make money while I'm asleep because I'm asleep and I sell my time. If I'm asleep, I'm not making money. Whereas if you make a product, you can still take orders through the night. And if it's a digital product and you've got it set up correctly, you can take orders through the night, fulfill those orders and wake up in the morning and have nothing to do on your digital product. That is the ultimate way to make money, I think. And that is one of the most powerful ways to make money. And I'd focus more on that if I went back and started my career again. And as I said, I don't know what it'd be, but I'd focus more on it. The second thing, the second thing I would have focused on more is making a useful blog. And I would have kept it up to date. I would have started my career 12 years ago, explaining everything that I was learning. And I would have kept it up to date. And in a way, that's a digital product as well. And the reason I would have done that is to build build myself up as an expert in the industry and not for, not for any ego thing, 
not not for any ego thing at all, but for the ability to build up an email list and for the ability to build up an audience. And once you've got an audience built up, you can you actually have an audience to sell your digital products to. And eventually when I did this, if I would have done this when I started, 12 years down the line, I would have had a 12-year-old blog that had been sharing useful tips all around marketing and design and business and graphic design and whatever I was interested in at that time. And that would have been really, really powerful. It would have served me well now. I'm not in a worse position now, I don't think. But if I would have taken that attitude from day dot, I would have been in a better position in terms of an audience. I've had to start from zero at the beginning of this year with an audience. So I've had 10 to 12 years experience in my industry and I've had to start from zero for an audience on January this year, 2017, because I've never been bothered about building an audience before. And it's the whole thing about 1,000 fans. And I can't remember the the name of the article. I can't remember the name of the author now, but if you just Google 1,000 fans, I'll put a link in the show notes as well. If you Google 1,000 fans, you'll see what I mean. It's an article talking about all you, about all you need to be successful is 1,000 fans. If you've got 1,000 raving fans in your business, on your email marketing list, you can sell them anything that you make because they want more from you. And I would have spent more time in my earlier parts of my career really thinking about that and really thinking of ways to make it. I would have also paid more attention to the importance of marketing at the beginning of my career. I spoke about yesterday in 232 about how marketing's slimy and how I used to think about marketing being slimy. And that's an attitude that's prevailed with me from the very beginning of my career. I used to hate the marketing side. I used to hate all the sales stuff and all the psychology behind it. I used to hate all that stuff. I just wanted to be a designer, you know? I just wanted to be a cool designer who got to wear plaid shirts every day and not care about any of that stuff. But if I could go back knowing what I know now, I would have I would pay more attention to the marketing stuff. And because I would have paid more attention to the marketing stuff, it would have led me to write a blog and it would have led me to create a product because I would have known the power of it and I would have known how easy it is to market that kind of thing. And also, I would have read a book a week. I've always been good at reading books. I, I read a lot of books, but it's only recently really that I've that I've discovered the power of reading more regularly, of forcing myself to read every week. And at the minute, I'm trying to read a book a week. And it's going okay. And I've learned so much in the last couple of months from just reading a book a week. And it's something I would have taken more seriously at the beginning of my career. And I wish I would have done. But if I would go back, I'd definitely do that. And I also, when I did start my agency with Genius Division in this case, when I started Genius Division, I would have focused on niche. And there's no way I would have known this. Back then, the only thing that me and James wanted to do was to start our own agency. We didn't give a shit who it was for. We just wanted to start our own agency and start selling design. That's what all we wanted to do. We wanted to make websites and sell design. We didn't care who it was for. Whoever wanted to buy it from us, great stuff. We'd sell it to them. But I would have focused, now knowing what I know about marketing, I would have focused on a niche and I would have focused on a particular segment of an audience. So for example, I would have only focused on doing design and marketing and websites for plumbers, or I would have only focused on doing it for lawyers or solicitors or doctors or whatever it is. There's a million niches out there, but I would have focused on a niche because it's much easier to become an expert in a niche and it's much easier to be get, to get known 
as being a big fish in a small pond than it is trying to differentiate yourself in the world of marketing. There's a million web designers out there. There's a million graphic designers. There's a million every type of designer in our industry. And it's so difficult to differentiate yourself in that market. It doesn't matter how good you you are. And I happen to think that Genius Division are pretty good at the job. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's still difficult to differentiate yourself in that market because there's new people coming around every day and you only need a laptop to start a business. And then finally, I would have focused on clients that already made a lot of money through websites because it's easier to for them to see a direct benefit of the things that we can do for them. I guess what I mean by that is mostly focused on e-commerce or something like that. Because whenever we do work with an e-commerce client, we can do marketing and we can do design for them and we can run Facebook ads and we can immediately show them the effect that that's had on their business. We can say, look, we did this and it led to more sales. You can't always show that direct effect on some other clients. And that's why it's really important to set, to set ROIs to set returns on investments in your marketing and to set up to set up some kind of lead generator in your marketing and to set up some kind of lead generator in the designs that you're creating because it allows you to show proof that what you did for a client has worked and it's not always easy to show that especially when you're doing especially when you're doing a new brand for a client or any of that kind of stuff i would have focused more on clients who were already making money who understood the value of hiring a design agency. And I probably would have focused on a niche inside that as well. So that's it. That's that's what I would have done differently. There's probably more things that I would have done differently. If I think about it more now, there's probably more stuff I would have done. But they were the main ones that popped into my head. And I think those six things are really powerful. And I'm trying to do all those six things now. 12 years down the line, I'm trying to do all those six things. But I wish I would have known 12 years earlier, knowing what I know now, it would have made my life a lot, lot, lot easier. That was episode 233. And if you want to find the show notes out about that episode, go over to askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP233. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one. And I hope you join me then. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm starting to lose my voice now. And I'll see you tomorrow.